Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 143, Hot Sauce Me. What's up, good people? I mean, we're in the new year, 18 days in the new year. Girl, it's a lot that happened, y'all. So much that happened, y'all. Lord, I don't even know where to begin, but let's start off with some good news. So your girl got a job, okay? Because remember, y'all, I was telling y'all, I let y'all in my business a little bit. I was telling y'all, like, you know, my job that I was um, working on, it relocated to Richmond, and I was not moving to Richmond because I'm a D.C. girl at heart, okay? So, I was not moving to Richmond, wasn't a choice, didn't think about it. So, I got severance from my job, so my last day of work was November the 12th. So, since then, you know, I've just been relaxing, been on vacation, you know, having the time of my life. And just recently, like during probably like the end of December, going into the new year, I had an interview with the company and I got offered a job. And so my start date is February the 1st. So I'm back out there. I got a couple of more, you know, weeks um, to relax and, you know, hang out and, you know, kick my feet up and have me a good little time before I, you know, get back on a little schedule or whatever. So kudos to me, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. With anything, everything is possible, okay? So I just praise him every day. So that's some good news, y'all, to start off the new year, honey, because I got things I want to do. I'm looking at my vision board over here. I'm trying to save for a house. I'm trying to save for a Gucci bag, you know, little stuff that I'm trying to do, okay? Okay. So, you know, other than that, the good news with me, child, the world, the ghetto, the America we live in, honey, it's ghetto, child. Lord, how much is so much to talk about? I don't know where to begin. But we just going to begin with Damn America. Okay. Now, Damn America, it's a lot of topics I could have chose for Damn America because there's just so much going on. You know, they're trying to pass this uh, voting rights bill. And I really feel a little bit some type of way about that. Um, But I'm not going to get too much into it. But I don't believe that it's going to get passed. Um, I just feel like there's small little cricks and small little things like you know cricks i don't want to say cricks like you know how back in the day they say nicks and crannies like small little nicks and crannies i think that's what it is nicks and crannies um 
that you know you got to read in between the lines with things and I just think it's some small little things that needs to be read in between the line you know me personally I do feel that if you have been incarcerated or locked up I do feel that you should get the right to vote you know they're trying to say that people don't have IDs to vote who ain't got no ID who ain't got no type of identification like, I'm not understanding that. The only way you can have no type of identification if you can't prove that you like a citizen or something. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't know what's going on with that. But um, I thought about doing that and talking about it. But it's just so much. And it's just so much with the Democrats right now. And like, I've always been telling all of y'all, but you know, to heat your song. We need to be independent voters, y'all, because neither party is the best party. You understand? Neither one of them. Because speaking of the um, the Republican Party, girl, the Trump Trump is beefing with the boys. Okay, he beefing with the boys. Um, the governor from Florida, him him and Trump is beefing. And I don't really know honestly what the beef is about, child. I just know they got some little issues going on. So apparently. Um, this has been, I guess, like simmering or like been going on or like they've been clashing, I guess, because, um, I guess they're (sighs) Trump, you know, I guess behind the scenes, he's talked about how the saints, you know, political rise. So, you know, it's been some chatter that, you know, the Saints might run for president, you know, try to run for president, be on that 2024 ballot. Um, but the complaints from Trump, you know, he didn't got real boisterous. He didn't got real loud to let everybody know, you know, his concerns uh, among some Republicans and, you know, they've been having some beats. So... They saying, you know, Trump is the one that want to start the fight here because it's too early. They saying it's unnecessary. Like, we still trying to, you know, figure out certain things. But Trump is like, oh, no, nah. you know, he doing his little rallies. He got his little um, website he done put up and he doing little conferences and stuff. So, you know, he's letting, you know, certain things be known. So, you know, he's stressed that I guess that he's neutral with them. But <laughs> this is all about the primary. So it's they're pretty much saying, like, you know, we're not in Republican primary season. So this is a fight for, like, they fighting for, like, mid-2023. And it's not a fight to be having right now. Like, why y'all fighting right now? So pretty much they're like, listen, don't be beefing right now. It's too early for that. Y'all need to hold off on the beef. But Trump, like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm letting shit be known. So, but you know, Trump is a Gemini. Girl, he speaks his mind. You don't know which Trump you're going to get. You might get a Trump that's going to speak his mind. And you might get a Trump that's just like, oh, you know, I take that back. I didn't mean to do that. That part, type of person. So, the tension was really high for these last couple of days. Um, there was a story, I guess, that was posted that reported that Trump has been, you know, privately um, disparaging the saints, um, you know, saying that he was dull and lacking in personal charisma. Um, um, he said, also, he came at, and listen to this part, y'all. This part, that's what I said with these Geminis. Y'all don't know what you're going to get because this part right here funny. <laughs> so last week, too, Trump appeared to, like, 
come at the saints because he was refusing to say publicly whether he received the COVID-19 booster shot. So now, so now Trump all about the shot, y'all. He done got his little three shots. He fully vaxxed. And he got his little three shots. Y'all remember when, when he told us he had COVID, y'all? And he was up there, could barely breathe, child. And just the sweat was rolling off his face. And he was acting like he was so, such okay. Like, he was acting like he was so okay. And then it was like a quote that he did talking about some. Let me see if I can find the quote. Hold on, y'all. Because I'm going to find this quote for us. Hold on. Because I had... <laughs> the quote was so funny. It's funny, honestly. Hold on. I'm going to find it. I got to pull it up. Because it's quite hilarious. If you, Oh, here you go. The doctors say they never seen a body to cure the coronavirus like my body. They tested my DNA and it wasn't DNA. It was USA. <laughs> Ciao. Now that right there funny. That's when he was sick, y'all. And they put like him in this little fake little office and he did like a little um little press conference from the office child. So now all of a sudden Trump Trump going around wanting to know everybody know everybody vaccine status. Ain't that some shit? He wanna know everybody vaccine status. So he was saying, he was like, you know, he slammed them. He was like, they gutless politicians, you know, they won't reveal their booster status. Um, and he really was aiming at the saints and he was like, you know, the answer is yes, but they want, but they, but they don't want to say it because they're gutless. You got to say it, whether you had it or not, just say it. (laughs) Oh Lord, the hypocrite, this is so hypocritical. It's hilarious. So all you could do is laugh y'all. Let me tell you, I know y'all feel some type of way about him, but we need him to be back on Twitter, y'all, because y'all know when y'all wake up in the morning after y'all done get y'all stuff together, y'all just want a little laugh before you go into the office, okay, child? Before you go into the office and you come, you be with that coworker that really get on your nerve and you just want to be able to, have, you know, have that quick laugh. He needs to be back on Twitter, child, because I guarantee if he was on Twitter, he would have called out the saints all types of ways, child. And you know when you really call somebody out and you at them, child... When you at them, that's when, that's when you really let them know that you got an issue with them, okay? When you do the at sign, when you do the at in their name, their Twitter handle, child, please. So, now he coming at the people. He coming at the saints because he want to know if he vaccinated or not. He feel that he should be able to tell people. What? I mean, if he tell people, Trump, what is that going to do, okay? Because he's in Florida doing what he want to do. All right. What what is that going to change? I guess does Trump think that the people are going to follow him and get the vaccine? Like I don't understand what's his whole motive with that. But I guess they also say you know Trump's frustration with him stems from the part of like the governor's refusal to say publicity that he won't challenge Trump for the 2024 Republican nomination. So if the former president decides if. If Trump decides to make another run for the White House, several other people be contenders, and they have already done so. While I guess the Saints, they're trying to figure out, you know, his is with a question mark. Because I know fat ass Hogue, Hogan, he and Merlin. I know his ass wants to be president, okay, child? Because this is last year being governor for Merlin, and I know his ass wants to be on the ticket. So. You know, he 
when, when Hogan went to go vote, he didn't even go vote. He took and wrote Ronald Reagan name in, okay? So, I guess Trump is all trying to figure out, like, hold up. How y'all supposed to be my boys? Y'all supposed to have backed me up and all these things. And now y'all going to try to run against me in 2024? No, 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 no. That's not what we discussed when I was in office. We didn't fucking discuss that. We said that if I was to lose, okay, I would come back and run again, just me. But now y'all want to try to go up against me now. So I see what Trump trying to do. Trump is trying to make a fool out of the saints, you know, trying to come a little bit at his, you know, his character and stuff like that and try to, you know, persuade the American people, make them think like, oh, you know, you can't trust him because he won't even say, you know, whether he got vaccinated or not. He won't even, you know, he can't be uh, trusted. He can't, you know, he not truthful with the situation. And I guess also, you know, they said that Trump is, um, I read too, that he was irked by what he sees as, I guess, the saint's lack of deference. So, you know, in 2018, I never knew this, though, but in 2018, they say that the Saints' um, 2018 Republican nomination for governor, Trump endorsed him over somebody else that was a better known opponent. And I guess this opponent was like the, um, he was um, the Florida Agricultural Commissioner. I think his name was... Um, what did I say his name was in the article? Um, um, Adam Putnam. So, here we go again. It goes back to why Trump is upset, okay? Listen, I done endorsed you in 2018 to be governor. I done, you know, stood beside you, backed you up. We're really and truly somebody else that was more um, eligible for the position, okay? About a candidate, all right? I done backed you. And now... You want to go and try to be on a ticket with me? (laughs) With me? Oh, no, honey. So, now, you know, they beefing. And the Saints, you know, his political brand in many ways, it kind of mirrors Trump combative ways, combative style, but not to that extent. Because, let me tell you, it's only one Donald fucking Trump, okay? And... I guess also with the Saints, because he also, I guess, began to, like, carve out his own reputation, notably as, you know, uh, a person that's real against, you know, all the COVID mandates and restrictions and things like that. It kind of puts him in a better light than Trump right now, because, you know, even though Trump is saying, you know, he don't believe in the mandates and things like that, he still is like pushing this, you know, this vaccine and still pushing, saying that, you know, he's fully vaccinated where the Saints is really not, you know, going for any of that. And speaking of these politicians with this, um, they pushing the vaccine and, you know, what's your status? Half of these motherfuckers probably is lying. Okay. Half of them is probably not even vaccinated. Okay, so it's just funny how all of a sudden they didn't all came out. Some of them with this anti-vaccine thing. No, hold on. Let me let me re, let me rephrase that. Some of them, majority of them, probably already been fucking vaccinated. Okay, and when some of them come out and say they stand a third, stop listening to them because they they old asses went and got the vaccine. They old asses probably got the vaccine before. The shit was even 
told to us, okay? Because remember, y'all, like I told y'all, they friends. They friends. They good friends. They be out there playing golf and shit together, watching movies and shit, okay? They good friends. Good friends. But, you know, if they, they would have been a better friend if they would have told poor Nancy Pelosi about her eyebrows. But we're going to save that for another time. But anyway, um, it was a podcast episode um, that the Saints said that, you know, he regretted not pushing back more aggressive against Trump when he advised Americans to stay home when coronavirus first hit. You know, he said, you know, he probably was the first governor in 2020 to call for travel restrictions from China. You know, he said, you know, he supported President Trump when he did that. But he was like, we have to take a step back and acknowledge that those travel restrictions didn't work, which he may be may have a little bit of sense about that, because honestly, if we if we think about it, the more restrictions that they put on anything or the more restrictions that they thought that they were accomplishing or trying to accomplish it ain't changing the number you know it ain't changing the numbers the numbers are still the numbers the numbers are still the same so at this point I'm guessing you know the saints you know he's been careful you know um he doesn't want you know direct confrontation with Trump um, especially given the fact that the re-election this year needs to maintain the support from from his loyal fan base, his loyal voting base. So on the podcast, also, this Saints was saying that he dismissed the notion that his relationship with Trump has, you know, been rocky, has been scored or whatever. But of course, he blames the media for, you know, starting up these, you know, unnecessary rumors. And, you know, he's like, you know, you can't fall for the bait. Uh, you know, we know what they're trying to do. So just, you know, don't take it. Just keep on going. He was like, you know, we need everybody to be united for the big, you know, red wave that's coming in 2022. Uh, he he said, because um, I listened to a little bit of the audio. Um, he said, um we got to fight the left and not only fight the, not fight, but beat the left. And, you know, he's like, that's, excuse me. He's like, you know, that's what we're doing in Florida. Um, he even, I guess, you know, and he even um, said that he wish he, he hadn't spoken. And even saying that he wished that he had spoken out more aggressively against Trump for what he did with the coronavirus and early on, you know, the Saints went back and kind of revised that and pretty much put the blame on Fauci. Pretty much said, you know, Fauci uh, was short with advising Trump on his, you know, response with the pandemic. So, to me, to me, it sounds like Trump... (laughs) Trump then kind of got into the Saints' ass a little bit, and I feel like Trump has ruffled the feathers of the of the boys, and the boys are now sitting back, either trying to figure out if they're going to take it from Trump, or if they just going to do what they got to do, and you know, probably push to run against them. Um, 
Is it safe to say that it's a good bet for them to run against him? I don't know. Because to be honest with you, I'm not sure who... I'm not sure what... Who... No, let me take this. I'm not sure who can run for what at this point. Because it's just like, for me, it's the it, it needs to be an age limit. Like I said before, these senators are old... These politicians that want to run for these um, positions are old. So it's like it has to be a cap somewhere. Um, when it comes to the, you know, the primaries and the midterms, it's like, you know, the Democrats really don't have anyone. Like, who do they have? Because when it's time for re-election again, we know Joe, Joe, Joe don't probably even know what fucking day of the week it is. Okay. So who's going to take Joe's place? Like, who honestly do we think is going to be in his place. We can't say Bernie Sanders because Bernie is about old as him. Now, <clears throat> with the Republicans, they do have some younger ones, younger people <clears throat> that could probably run. But you know, what I what I take from all of this is this. I think Trump Honestly, for him to be able to succeed and for him to be able to get what he wants, he's going to dish some dirt out, okay? And he is going to let a lot of things be known. And he's probably going to come at a lot of people and probably try to take down a lot of people on his way to, to get back on that ticket. And I think with the Saints, you know, saying what he said on that podcast kind of backtracking his words he knows that's what's going to happen so it's just a matter of who has the bigger backbone you know like who has the courage to really stand up to Trump and you know they're saying that this it's an idea that the saints you know he gave all the other republicans a backbone um, and cover to do what's best for their states while conservatives, I guess, are rewarding him now. So pretty much, I guess what he's saying is most Republican states saw how the Saints handled everything with the coronavirus and how he really pushed back on certain things. So that kind of gave them more of a backbone to kind of like do the same. Like, for example, people would say like the governor of Texas, you know, with Greg Abbott. You, you know, they were thinking that, you know, he had more political, you know, you know, he was more of like the political boosterist, had all this courage type thing. But, you know, don't look that way. Like, it looks like, you know, it's 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 the Saints because of how everything is going on in Florida. So, To be honest with you, I mean, the Saints and Trump is pretty much probably the same person. It's just that he's just pretty much Trump without the baggage. You know, he's a little more polished. Um, He has Harvard credentials. He served in the military. Um, He was the governor of the third largest state. Um, But the thing about it is when it comes to the Saints, you know, doing these rallies and things like that, you know, can he speak the language of the Trump crowd? You know, can he really hold and grasp their um, 
attention and grabs their, you know, willing to back him up. With Trump, there's still a lot of drama, but I don't think it probably worries him that this other guy is is who's, you know, is going to be getting a lot of attention. So, this this will be funny to see how this plays out. Um, I do believe that, you know, what he said about the media. Some, of course, we know the media can hype up things and the media can make things more than what it really is. But I do think that Trump is probably, you know, just thinking like, okay, how can... <laughs> you know, this guy, the saints, like what, you know, he's, he's out of his mind. If he thinks he's going to, you know, come up toe to toe with me. So we may, I think we're going to see some interesting things happen for this 2024. Um, you know, they said that the saints, he, he officially kicked off his 2022 reelection bid in November and said that, you know, he was focusing on the governor's mansion. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I wouldn't really put it past them. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, that they're beefing, <laughs> even though Trump has called the Saints out, okay? And the fact that he called him out about whether he vaccinated or got his booster is hilarious to me. I just find that so hilarious, y'all. But I don't know. I, I think, you know... I think the midterms and the primaries are going to be interesting to see. And it's going to be interesting to see for both parties, both parties, because I, I, America is already a shit show. And with America being the shit show that it is right now, you never know what's going to happen. So we get surprised like every day. Um, so We'll see how this plays out. Um, I know, you know, Trump ain't backing down from nobody. He going to say what he want to say, how he want to say it. And he'll let it be known whether he fuck with you or not. Point blank, period. But if if I could talk to, you know, who is it that runs Twitter over there? Because we honestly, honestly, I swear, y'all, I know if I was to talk to Trump today or tomorrow will get him to just promise that he wouldn't say nothing you know that's misinformation he ain't gonna say no misinformation now about the coronavirus or nothing because he got his vaccines like what is he gonna do if anything he gonna promote him so i just twitter they just need to give him his twitter back so that we can really get into the nick of things because if he get his twitter back he will tell us a lot about the saints and 140 characters he will probably dog the shit out of him okay dog the shit out of the saints like dog him and you know trump got his little house little down there in florida his little golf course so i know he be talking to the boys talking to the neighbors and they be at the golf course telling all the business and shit so i know he knows some things i know he knows some things but we'll see this 20 this this ticket is going to be hilarious and i guarantee like i said hogan fat ass is going to be on there probably because hogan wants to be president now will hogan get backed up like the saints and trump i doubt it i hardly doubt it i really do i I don't see that happening but i mean like i said you never know in america what's gonna happen how it's gonna go down none of that shit you don't never know so 
guess we gotta see. But honey, the boys is fighting, okay? The boys is fighting. And Trump, like he said, the Saints, he wanna know what's your vaccination status and why you hiding it, okay? And you need to let Trump know that that is your personal business and he need to mind his business. Point blank, period. But we'll see how this play out. This thing's funny, okay? But they said things are looking pretty good for the Saints politically. But they still think that there's that there's a ranking and if and and it's Trump first, then certainly, you know, as of today, the Saints. But we don't know. That would be the case for long. You know, we, we will not know. We won't know. We really won't know. But we will just have to see, you know, it's plenty of time between now and the start of 2024 primaries for the Saints, you know, to close the gap. And this professor um, that is like um, a political science and at the University of Central Florida said that while Trump remains the front runner for now, that may not necessarily be the case in another two years. Okay, so like right now, everybody is feeling Trump, but he may not be the head honcho. So y'all just got to, you know, we just got to sit back and see, you know, how this plays out. But honey... The boys is fighting. The boys is fighting. And the tensions is high. Okay? It's, it's ratcheting it on up. That's what it's doing. It's ratcheting it on up. So, we'll see. We'll see. So, let's get into our other Damn America topic. So, Damn America, Texas School Board trustee is facing some backlash. So, they're facing backlash, y'all, because um, they said that students are dropping out because of the of black teachers. So, the person, uh, the, the trustee, name, his name was Scott Henry. So, he was fired from his job um, with the sophomore company after saying that students are dropping out at a high rate because of black teachers. <laughs> the fuck? People just come up with this dumbest shit because of black teachers. Okay. So, the software company is called Splunk and it's based in San Francisco. So, they announced his termination on social media on Friday. So, you know, they said, you know, the regular statement, you know, they viewed his um, employee contact conduct as inconsistent. And, you know, here at the company, the individual is no longer um, employed at the company. You know, the company, you know, they tweeted this after, you know, firing him. So this is the funny thing to me, though. Why I got to be the black teachers? <laughs> why I just can't be teachers? Why, like, why I got to be a race? So, um, the Cypress Fairbanks Independent School District trustee, he made, you know, this controversy comment when he responded to a district-wide equity audit. So, they must have did, like, an audit for one of the schools. And as he questioned the need for more black teachers, the guy, Henry, Scott Henry, he tried to use the, the Houston Independent School District as an example. So pretty much to support his argument, he tried to use that school as an example. And he said that the district's high number of black teachers is leading to an increase in the drop dropout rate. So he's saying the statewide average for black teachers is 10%. And he said during a school board work session, the Houston Independent School District, which we will use as a shining example, um... Um, they know what their average number of percentage of black teachers is. It's thirty six percent. So he had looked. He had looked all of this up, and he said, "You know what their drop rate is? 
He was like, it's full percent. And he was like, I don't want to be a full percent. I don't want to be H-I-S-D. So, oh God, I'm just trying to figure this the fuck out. Let me see. So, he defended himself at the meeting, you know, saying that his statement was twisted for, for political reasons. And the community leaders, they joined NAACP and spoke up at the news conference. And, you know, they pretty much said, despite the false stats that were shared, none of my students to this day have dropped out due to the fact that the teacher was black. Instead, they have thrived and changing the world day at a time. So the trustee said that ever since he then made that statement, he'd been facing death threats and you know, because he dared to disagree that he adequates the high retention rates and there have been threats upon his life and his children has been targeted and he'll take responsibility for not saying it more eloquently. That's what he said. All right, y'all. So, <sighs> this is what I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to figure out. And try to help me figure this out. Why do students got to be dropping out because of the black teachers? Like, why can't they just be dropping out because of this, just teachers? And not even that, why can't they be dropping out because of just certain things that may be occurring in their life? Like, you know, it's a lot of things that are going on this day with these young kids. And a lot of things are happening at home. You know, it's just a lot of things that these younger kids are really going through in this new um, age, you know, this new era of life. You know, I guess they would be considered a generational X or whatever. You know, they're, they're going through a whole different perspective of life than the millennials, you know, were. I mean, when I was growing up, all of my favorite teachers were all different nationalities. But yes, I did have one white teacher that really clinged to me. You know, she, you know, really helped me when I found myself struggling with certain things. And then once I got into a higher grade, I was getting more black teachers. And those black teachers were encouraging me. They were keeping me uplifted. They were keeping me motivated. They were keeping me positive. Some of them did get the fuck on my nerves, but they were there as motivation. And for me, it didn't matter what race they were. They were just really good teachers. They were just really good people. So, you know, even if he looked this information up, I'm just trying to figure out what exactly was he what, what exactly was he pretty much trying to like what what was he trying to like what was he trying to accomplish like I, I, I don't know I, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure it out I mean where he got this data from I guess he's saying like you know teachers the black teachers is only 10 percent and he's saying that the average number of black teachers hold on the statewide average is 10%. But the average number of black teachers is 36%. He said the dropout rate is 4%. So, but what does that have to do with the black teachers, though? <laughs> so, they're dropping out because of the black teachers? Like, I'm just confused. I don't know. 
being a teacher is already hard as it is. They don't get paid that much. You know, you find some of the teachers have to always have to step in now and also try to be mothers to some of these kids because some of these kids' parents don't care two shits about them. You know, some of the kids' parents um, are not mentally able to be a parent. You know, some people' parents are on drugs. You know, it's a lot of things. So, to be honest with you, for him to stereotype just just for it to be black teachers, I can understand where people be coming from because in this climate that we're in, with everything being so big with Black Lives Matter and, you know, a lot of these companies protecting their, their, um, protecting, um, their brand, you know, you got a lot of people coming out about, you know, these cultural aspects within their company. So for him to just stereotype and just put everything on black teachers, that was a lot. And to be honest with you, didn't he need to lose his job for it? I don't think he needed to lose his job for it because it's not like he said anything too much derogatory. It just sounds like it just sounds like he is pointing the blame and pointing the finger at the black teachers as if to say like, you know, they're not teaching good. You know, like I'm still trying to figure out what is it that he's trying to say of the reason why the kids are dropping out because of the black, like, are they not teaching well enough? Um, are they teaching subjects that they like? What exactly was the argument here? Because he didn't really back it up. He just gave some stats and said, you know, this is this is why they're dropping out. So it, it, to me, it didn't make any it didn't make any sense. Um, it, it was, you know, off the rocker that you just going to stereotype this one group of teachers where I will hope that they have a whole variety of teachers from all different nationalities there. You know, even though you're saying that the number percentage of black teachers is 36%, that ain't even that high. I think you're going to say like 50 something. That's not even that high. 36%? That's not... Like, what? So, I mean, now the death threat part, y'all, damn, y'all can go so far. (laughs) Y'all can really take it too far. Jesus Christ. Ain't like he said nothing and called his own niggas or nothing. He just, you know, was saying that the kids, I guess, was dropping out because who who the hell knows? He don't even know. But damn, y'all threatening his family and shit. Y'all can really, y'all are something else. The world is something else. Y'all really just took it there. I mean, he already lost his job. We don't need him losing his family, Lord, y'all. So damn, did y'all really have to get sent in some death threats? I'm just trying to figure... I'm still just trying to figure it out, y'all, why I'm talking to y'all. I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Like, is he trying to say the black teachers is not taking the time? Is they not teaching them correctly? Like, what exactly is it that the kids are dropping out? It's not like the kids is going home like, oh, yeah, so I'm not going to school today because my black teacher got on my nerve. Like, what? No, that's not why the fuck they decided to drop out. They dropping out because they see these rappers. They see money. You know, some of these kids is dealing drugs. Like, all types of shit. And you want to say they dropping out because of the black teachers? Give me a fucking break, okay? That ain't why the fuck they dropping out. They dropping out because they, some of them on the wrong path and you don't have the proper guidance 
Okay. So as you being a trustee, or I guess if you, you know, giving your money to the school or whatever it is that you're doing, what can you do? That's what you should have is. What can you do to make the dropout rate be nothing, be zero percent? Like, what can you do to approve? But no, you're saying they're dropping out because of the black teachers. They ain't dropping out because of no damn black teachers. And they ain't, they ain't going home if they telling their parents that they dropping out because of no black teachers. If I would go to Houston right now and try to interview somebody, they is not saying nothing about no black teachers. Now, if anything, they probably be like, yeah, you know, my substitute teacher social studies teacher she get on my nerves she want me to do this and do that okay she may happen to be black but we don't know what's going on in math class we don't know what's going on in PE we don't know what's going on in none of his other classes so give me a break for that like now that I done sat back and kind of talked it out some more now he done got on my damn nerves with his dumb ass ignorant ass comment you know sometimes people can just be so damn ignorant and don't even know Sometimes they being ignorant. They just say things just to sometimes hear their stuff, you know, speak. Like, it doesn't even make any fucking sense, okay? It doesn't even make any sense. None. Like, I, maybe I'm just lost in the sauce, okay? Because I have never, never said or heard somebody say that they dropped out of school because of this teacher. No, I never heard it. If anything, they like, you know, this teacher really saved my life. You know, she really helped me. She really did X, Y, and Z for me. Like, that's what I'm thinking about. But, child, please, was Splunk. Thank you, Splunk, for getting him to have a child. I don't know what he's going to do now, okay? And then, you know, with these companies, why y'all always got to p- copy and paste the diversity and equity and in conclusion are core oh god miss us with that i'm uh, girl that, that irks me when they copy and paste that little shit girl that's not what y'all had in the beginning when he got hired y'all probably just changed that when everything sparked it with the george floyd okay probably what they did so you know damn america trump is beefing with the boys trump is beefing with the boys y'all Okay, he want to know the Saints vaccination status and he wants to know what's good. What's good? Is you going to run on the ticket with me or not? And you bet not. Okay, and then we got the Texas board trustee. He talking about the people dropping out because of the black teacher child. I didn't fucking heard it all. The black teacher child. Child, please. That's my about the fuck they dropping out. Now, if you wanted to do a survey, you should have took your ass around the hood or took your ass around Houston and really did a survey and asked the kids why the fuck they dropping out. And I don't think it's because of no damn black teachers, okay? So, everything that happens to you, poor man. That's all I can say. Poor you. So, let's get into our rising star. So, our rising star, we have Camilla Thompson. So, Camilla Thompson... Uh, let's, if y'all watch the Olympics, she was on, she was a fencer for Team USA and she's created a stabber and a stethoscope. So right now she's the orthopedic surgeon resident. And I thought that was dope. So she began fencing her freshman year at high school and became the meter uh, member, I'm sorry, of the Peter Westbrook Foundation, which is in New York in 2006. And she didn't have that much fencing experience, but she was recruited by Temple University fencing team. And during her four years at Temple, she went on to become the four-time NW, N, 
NCAA championship qualifier and second team All-American and the first four-time NIWFA conference champion. And so um, she earned the title of Student Athlete of the Year at Temple University twice in 2011 and 2012. And she graduated from Temple with honors, a bachelor in science and biology and a major in psychology. Woo! Child, she was doing some things. And so post-graduation, she went into, um, she began um, competing internationally for Team USA. So she's a 14-time national medalist and an internationalist team medalist and a 2016 national champion. And she was also a member of the 2019 national team and an alternate to the 2021 U.S. Women's Cyber Olympic team. So shout out to her. That's some black girl magic right there. I love to see it. Um, if you want to see all of her accomplishments, um, you can go to her website. Her website is K-A-M-A. LIThompson.com and you can see all of her accomplishments there and we just lift you up our good sister with that black girl magic okay 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 I love it okay so let's get into really uh you know why the title of this show is hot sauce me okay hot sauce me okay hot sauce me I want to put some hot sauce on my french fries Hot sauce on my steak. No, 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 not on my steak. I put it on my pork chops though. Yeah, on my pork chops though. Do hot sauce on my potatoes, all that. But the way that the, the way that Drake did the hot sauce, child, please. So <laughs> let's get into the twerk something segment, y'all. So um, <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake, I love Drake. So. I guess in order for the girl that Drake was having sex with, for him to not, for her not to get his sperm or something like that, he put hot sauce in the condom, child. Okay, first of all, first of all, now, let's just use our imaginations. So, what I'm trying to figure out is, where was they having sex at that he was able to get the hot sauce? Was they having sex in the kitchen? Because the hot sauce is in the kitchen. Or were they being real freaky and, you know, using stuff to help them, you know, get more freakier? Like, was he, did he have the hot sauce next to him and was like putting the hot sauce on her body and licking it off? Was he doing some shit like that? I was just trying to figure out, oh, they said it was a packet. But even if it was a packet, what the fuck was the hot sauce packet at? Maybe they was eating some, but girl. So the model, the model came out and said this. The model said he added a packet of hot sauce into a used condom or to kill a sperm after the two of them had sex. First of all, where the fuck did you even look this up? Did you, did you even look this up and say that this is what you do? And not even that, Drake. Why you keep fucking bitches you can't trust? Like, if you can't trust them and you think they're going to take your sperm, they don't need to be there at the house fucking you. I mean, you know, like, lady like myself, okay, lady like myself, you can trust me because the thing about it is, if it was a hot sauce packet and we was eating Taco Bell or some shit, all my hot sauce packets would be gone. So, I'm just trying to figure out yet again, 
where the fuck was y'all having sex at? So, I guess after he disposed the condom, he went in the trash and got it back out? Oh, no, 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 no. This is what happened, y'all. After he disposed the condom, she took it out the trash. And then she attempted to impregnate herself in the bathroom. And she didn't realize that it was hot sauce in the fucking condom. So she didn't put hot sauce up in her coochie, child? Lord have mercy. Was it burning? Oh, Lord. Okay, let me see. Okay. It was burning, y'all. It was burning. It was burning. So I guess after he ran into the bathroom and saw what she was doing. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm still trying to figure out where they was having sex at, y'all. Okay. So oh, what the fuck is going on? All right. <laughs> Let me figure this out. So they had sex. Drake said to himself, oh, bitch, you're not going to get me. And he takes the hot sauce packet and puts it in the condom with the sperm. But thank God he was using protection. Let's just let's just give a round of applause for that. And she go, with all this shit going on with coronavirus and shit, she go and dig in the fucking trash can and gets the condom. And then goes in the bathroom and puts it up her vajayjay. And then now she's in the bathroom ah, screaming to the top of her lungs because now it's burning up there. What the fuck is going on in Hollywood? First of all, why the fuck, Drake, are you bringing home, bringing girls home that you can't trust? Why y'all keep fucking these bitches that you can't trust, Lord? Oh, Lord, see, if she was somebody that you could trust and your girlfriend or somebody that you want to be with, you probably wouldn't have to deal with these things. But clearly, she was nothing but a jump off a little Instagram model. So this is what you had to do. This is quite embarrassing. I mean, it's not embarrassing. I mean, really on his part, it's kind of a little smart. But it's embarrassing for her. Because the thing about it is, bitch, when you pulled it out the trash can, you didn't see that it was red? Like, you didn't see the redness in the fucking condom? You didn't think to say, like, well, what the fuck is this red shit? Like, this nigga, like, did you think, like, oh, shit, this nigga come as red? Like, did you think it was, like, what, what the fuck? Like, come as white, right? So, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, you didn't think, you didn't think putting put, putting two and two together? I guess not because she was trying to be sneaky about it. Girl. So, now she done burned her fucking vajayjay. So, she probably had to go to the doctor. Doctor probably had to give her something. Because she probably didn't. Gave herself an infection or something. And now this is... Well, hot sauce me. Matter of fact, don't hot sauce me. Shit, I need to probably change the title of the damn episode. Don't hot sauce me. Hell. Only hot sauce me when it comes time to eat. Not to do no stupid shit like this they doing. Lord have mercy, Jesus. These girls, I tell you, they just go above and beyond just to get some money, child. I swear, she thought she had a ticket. She thought she had something going down. She thought she was about to get another. You know, she thought that Aubrey 
was about to have another daughter or son or something. I don't know. Oh, child, please. I'm just trying to figure out, y'all, when she pulled the condom out of the trash can, she didn't think... She didn't look and see that it was red. So now so now I think I know where they had sex at, y'all. They must have had sex in the bedroom. And he took the condom off with the with the sperm and the condom to come. Took it to the kitchen. Where he keeps his condiments, you know, his take takeout condiments. He had some hot sauce and he said, Oh yeah. But this shit in here, this, this going to dissolve it. This going to dissolve it because, you know, when you put a lot of hot sauce in it, it's going to make it, like, messy. It's going to be, like, all over the place. In the trash. Then here she come, tiptoeing, tiptoeing. Probably not even fully dressed. She probably just got her panties on. Tiptoeing, tiptoeing. And the trash can is probably electric because, you know, he, he got this nice-ass house. So it's probably fine-ass trash can. Ain't no, like, no dollar store trash can. And you probably got to wave your hand and shit because it's electric. That bitch probably talked to you. And he waving his hand. Pops up. And she just searching. And she say, bingo. And she just pulls it out. And then she runs to the bathroom. Don't look, no nothing. I mean, she ain't see... Did she not feel the fucking hot sauce dripping out the con? Like, I'm just trying to figure the fucking shit out. Like, how do you not know that the hot sauce is in the condom? <sighs> how you ain't know that, sweetie? I mean, at this point, you probably do deserve that shit burning up big. Because you was just stupid. That was just dumb. That was just dumb. That was just dumb. This is dumb. It's just dumb. And it's dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And it'll be dumb if Chloe gets back with Tristan. She says that she will never get back with him ever again. But we all know she lying. She lying. You know, she's a cancer. And normally with cancers, when we're done with you, we're done with you. But I don't think she's reached her peak with him yet. I think she still, you know, wants a piece. And honestly, to be truthful with y'all, his ass still want a piece too. Because like I told y'all, he likes the fame. Okay? But guess what? He wasn't using no condom and putting no hot sauce in it. <laughs> he wasn't doing that. Oh, course, because he got another baby. So. But she'll be dumb if she get back with him again. She says she's never going to talk to him again, but I, she's lying. Okay? Come Valentine's Day, that nigga going to have hella shit. He probably going to get her a pig. He probably going to get her uh, 4,500 roses. He probably going to have shit all over the place. Guarantee you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. What's she going to do? She gonna be loving it. Oh my god, it's for my family back. It's for my family. Girl, bye. Okay? Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Okay? I'm still stuck on the hot sauce, y'all. I really am. I really am. It is the Drake or something. You know, okay, so <laughs> y'all know I love Kanye. I love him. I really do. I love Kanye. You know, I'm very supportive of him. I understand what he's going through. But his ass is something else. You understand? You know, he doing this video talking about Kim is trying to keep him away from his daughter. He's supposed to have a party. And it's the GPS in the back. Where you going? Where were you on your way to with the GPS in the back, yay? Can you tell us? Where exactly were you traveling to if you ain't had an address to the party? Then when he gets to the party, thanks to Travis Scott, because he let us know that Travis told where's at. He's wearing a muscle shirt and eating an ice cream cone. And he's over there talking to Chris Jenner. And you best to believe when he was talking to Chris Jenner, he was cussing her the 
fuck out, okay? He was letting Kristen know, you know, you may think that you got the blogs and shit on lock, and you may think that you got TMZ, but I, okay, I am going to control this narrative, and I am going to be on you like white on rice, okay? You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, baby, he was cussing Chris out. You best to believe it. And after he cussed her out, he got back in the car, and he said, I had a wonderful day today. I'm just so happy. And it was so nice seeing all the family, seeing Chris. And... Did he not say? He said it was nice seeing all the family, y'all. His ass, listen, he needs to go take a nap. He needs to go rest, okay? He's out here wearing these crazy-ass fucking outfits, okay? Normally, I do like his choice of fashion, but this shit is all over the place, okay? Them damn boots, and I know it ain't cold in California, Okay? So, he needs to figure it out. Then his little new girlfriend, she's talking about some Kanye bought her clothes and changing her whole wardrobe on their second date. Y'all can remember. He did the same thing with Kim. Okay? He changed Kim's whole wardrobe. He went up there and he changed the Kardashians' whole wardrobe. Okay? I don't know what's going on with him. Right, but his ass is something else, and I feel bad. You know, normally, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, Shay, you love the Kardashians. I don't love them, I just, you know, speak from perspective. And all I can say is, Poor Kim, Kim ass probably don't know what the hell she got herself into, and she's probably wishing and praying that Lord, if I only would have stayed with Chris Humphreys more than 72 days, Lord, if only I would have stayed with him more longer, Lord, I wouldn't have been able to get up with Kanye ass. We would have just been friends. We just would have just been friends. But oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. She had to end that 72 days of marriage and cry and shit on TV. And now she's stuck with Ye. And Ye gonna listen. Ye gonna put her through the fucking listen. Living across the street too? Ciao. And he said the kids is bougie now do no chores. Hmm. Everybody gonna have a rude awakening. Even the damn kids, child. Even the damn kids. So everybody just better get ready for the raft of Kanye West. Because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Okay? It's coming. Is it going to come in like, when is P-Valley coming back? Season 2. You know, this Nikki Gilbert, she claims that P-Valley ripped her off from her play that she had. Like, it's the exact same, exact same way that she had for a play. So now, mind you, P-Valley has had a whole season, okay? Has had a whole season. And now that people are patiently waiting for season two, now Nikki Gilbert wants to come out with this shit. You know, they warned us when she was on that Hollywood Divas. They told us that she had some shit for her. And my thing is this, bitch. Not to call her a bitch, Lou. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, Lou. This is my thing, girl. You're holding up the process. I do believe so. Because we trying to see Clifford in him. We trying to see what happened to Mercedes' mother, okay? We're trying to see the little rapper boy, okay, we're trying to see, mur- what the name, not see murder, what the name was, murder something, murder boy, I can, I don't even remember the damn characters, because the damn show has been off for so damn long, and now it's gonna be more hold up, because your ass is trying to do a comparison with your play, girl, did the play make Broadway, like, we don't even know what the name of the play is, we don't even, we haven't even seen the play, did you sell any tickets for the play, like, what exactly is going on, the Pink Valley is just like any other strip club, in the damn south at this point. So the fact of the matter that you're doing this, the lawsuits, 
and you're holding up the process, baby. You know, I read some of the comments and, you know, she's commenting and was saying, you know, people don't take the time to read and people not doing X, Y, and Z. Girl, we don't even care. We just want to be valley, child. You didn't held up the process. So we don't know if they stopped filming, if somebody got COVID while they was filming. We don't know what the hell is going on. All we know now is that you coming out saying they done ripped off your play. They got the whole, everything is just like your play. I don't know who it was. One of the who was on Hollywood Divas. I have to remember the cast because on Hollywood Divas they warned us about her ass. Okay, they warned us about that damn Nikki Gilbert. They said she is something to fuck else. All right, and now because of her, we can't see Uncle Clifford in them. Okay, we can't see Mercedes. We can't see nobody because now she got this suit going on. Okay. Just pissed. Like, it's just like, girl, you couldn't do that in season one when the first episode aired. Like, damn, you can't do that when he when the when the theme song came on down in the valley where that girl like you can't do that. So let me did they steal your theme song too, bitch? Did you have the same song with the opening of the play? The opening of the monologue? I mean, Jesus Christ. So now we got to wait around. And we've been waiting. We've been waiting, y'all. You know what? You know what? In honor of P-Valley, I'm just going to rewatch season one. And after season one is over, I'm just going to pray to the Lord, to God, that we are going to be able to see the show. Because, baby, okay, I don't know what to do. At this point, I mean, she holding up the process, but I did read a little bit of it, y'all, and I ain't going for it after I done talked a little shit about her. It is the same as her little play. Yeah, it is. It is the same. So, I can't say that she ain't wrong, but what I am going to say is, she holding up the fuck process. So hopefully, hopefully this don't hold up the process any more longer than what we got right now. Because, girl, I done forgot what happened. I really done forgot. I need to know what happened to Mercedes and her mom. I need to know what happened to Mississippi. I just need to know what happened. And I just feel like we're never going to get it now. I just got a feeling, Lord, I hope it don't come out. And I see on the blogs that say P-Valley cancel. If they say it's canceled, I'm going to be so devastated, Lord. I know Mr. Clifford going to be so upset, child. Hopefully, hopefully the pink can get some action back. Because it has been a long road, okay? A long road. And this don't make no damn sense, okay? It really don't. It don't take that long of a process to get these bitches on the pole. It really don't. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, speaking of a process, or we're in a process. So, you know, I wasn't going to talk about this topic because I just feel like this girl is just so annoying. I'm still trying to figure out what it is that she does and why she's famous. But that little Ari girl, you know, she done got her fancy, you know, snatched away from her. It's gone. Rihanna done snatched it on up just like she snatched Dre on up. Because, you know, Rihanna don't play with the whole domestic violence thing. You know, even though she went back with Chris, okay, 
she don't play when it comes to that domestic violence. And if y'all out here talking crazy, she's snatching them on up. I mean, for me, I did think the comment that Ari said was just a little bit too much, okay? A lot of people may feel like, you know, well, how was she promoting domestic violence? It was just kind of the way that she explained everything in the midst of her saying that it was a joke. And then I think we're really put her on high waters when she did that fucking live and was saying, you know, nobody cares if you got beat, nobody cares. You know, that, I think, was really set Rihanna off. My thing is, like, her response could have been, you know, my new man is teaching me how to be more mature in relationship because, you know, I was toxic. I wanted to do this, that, and a third, and want my man to chase me, da, da, da. But the whole, like, oh, you know, my man probably put a gun in my head and say, bitch, you're not going to win. Like, that was just a little bit, you know. It was it it was crazy. It didn't make no sense. To me, she pretty much just explained to just pretty much just told us, what probably has happened in her previous toxic relationship. Because like I was telling my friends in the group chat, you know, she used to be on live, you know, talking and telling us how Herbo used to beat on her. And, you know, she called the cops on Herbo and all these things. So it was just like, huh? So now, you know, Fenty done snatched this thing on up. So, you know, another thing, you know, somebody has said that kind of, you know, maybe makes a, maybe, you know, is Rihanna choosing the wrong people to be brand ambassadors for her brand? And, you know, the thing about it is I think Rihanna is choosing people, for one, that are beautiful, to love to embrace their bodies, and three, you know, she probably personally likes them. She probably likes something about them, and she probably wants to see them, you know, succeed and grow as a woman, so I can't necessarily say that she's choosing the wrong people. It's just that these people, and like my girl Lisa Ray said, these people don't have the correct definition of what a celebrity is versus an influencer. And then these people, they're lacking publicists. They're lacking a professional team. Because someone should have told her after she, you know, did that podcast she you know shouldn't have went on live she shouldn't have read no comments you know if anything if it was bothering her or she's seen a comment that really bothered her she should have addressed it a whole different way not wait until your bag gets stripped away from you and now all of a sudden you want to open and donate clothes to domestic violence victims and women in shelters girl it's too late for that you said what you said you say, you you know, nobody cares. And so we don't give a fuck. I just, like, we don't care either. So, you know, she's still young. I, you know, these people, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what exactly does she do? Like, she's an influencer, but what is she influencing? Like, what exactly is she influencing? Because I, I don't see it. Like, I, I'm... I'm haven't got influenced by her yet. I, I never want to be influenced by none of these celebrities. That's first of all. Because a lot of them just crazy, going through some shit. But I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, what, like, if, if she was to give me a resume, what the fuck will be on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what exactly is her job? So I'm still trying to figure that out. And I haven't figured it out yet. Like, it's still mind-boggling to me. But... You know, re not playing with the girls. She not playing. She not playing with y'all. She letting y'all know, like, this will not be tolerated, baby. Get her off the site. Get her out of here. Who was the next one in line? Okay. Upload her up. Let's go. Let's get it. I ain't got the... T- nope. Won't do it. 
So, you know, hey, it's all about who you have as your team. And these people need to have a more solid team and they need to have better publicists because these publicists, unfortunately, they ain't doing their job. And to be honest with you, if you need a publicist, I know a good one. Okay, I know a good one. She went to Lincoln. Her name is Raven. She's from Baltimore. I know a good one, girl. I can at you. I can at her, okay, on one of your comments on your pages because, baby, y'all need some publicists. A good one. Need some publicists. Publicists. And, you know, Portia... Speaking of pub, Portia, Portia need a better Portia need a way better publishers because that damn show that she had on Bravo, baby, it just show how ghetto, how ratchet, and she's all over the place. And you know, I don't know why she signed up to do the show, what she was trying to express with the show, or what she was trying to show us on the show, but it didn't show her in a good light. And you know, the season finale was something. You know, her and Dennis was going at it, and Dennis was saying, you know, that. Did you get the papers that I drafted up? You know, we need to go in front of a uh, judge. And girl, when he said that, Portia went crazy. I thought Portia was the man for a second. And Dennis was the girl because the roles kind of reversed because Portia got pissed when he said something about a judge. And, and my, my, and in his defense, he is right. Like, girl, in order for y'all, because clearly the co-parenting is not working with the communication with y'all too. So now y'all need a third party to step in. And unfortunately, you already tried the third parties with the families and the um, Simons and all that other stuff. And that's not working. So your other third party, your other choice is the judge. The judge will set it up that y'all will get some counseling. Y'all go to co-parenting classes. He'll get 50, you know, 50, 50 custody, joint custody. Like that's the more professional way to do it. And honey, she just, you know... I just don't know what Portia was thinking or what her team was thinking, signing up for all these number of episodes to show whatever it is. But, girl, the thing that is so funny to me is that she's on, you know, Instagram posting like this show ain't never aired. She ain't never she ain't never seen this show. It's almost like it's almost like she got a twin. And her twin was on there doing the show. And that one, her. That's exactly how it looks, y'all. And I'm just like the fuck and you know what it's embarrassing see she a june cancer the june cancers is different from the july cancers i told this person that the other day them june cancers no offense to my friends that are june cancers them june cancers is a lot okay they a lot they crazy they crazy and they got some shit with them some shit that you can't even figure out but you know I don't know, child. She shouldn't have did that show. That show didn't really show her in the best light. You know, I thought it was going to show her as a mom. And, you know, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even know why she needed it. I guess she needed it because she knew that she wasn't going to be able to keep up with the girls on Real House of Atlanta. And she knew that it was going to be some shit coming out. So, I mean, I I just thought it was embarrassing, child. And I'm just looking at her with the side eye, even though I did give her, you know, always gave her the side eye. Because it was little things that she did. But now I'm starting to think with the whole candy situation with Phaedra. Did Phaedra actually lie to Portia? Or did Portia make those things up in her own and then said that Phaedra did a child? Because the way this girl be lying on this show, girl, please. She is like, her middle name needs to be Liar. Because she lies like shits. And, and, and to be honest with you, it's almost to the point where she believes the lies. When you start to believe the lies yourself, you have a problem. A problem, a serious problem that you need to go get handled. She needs, she needs professional help. Ain't no 
family reunions or trips or going to Mexico or going to Cancun is going to fix that. The girl got issues, okay? She got issues. Um, I was going to talk about T.I., but he's just laughable in his own state, talking about nobody can messing with him musically. Boy! And the people that he named, nah, he named Jay-Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne. Nobody's messing with you musically? Tia. Listen, Swiss. Hello, Swiss. Hello, Timberland. Hello. Can y'all please get T.I. versus? Please find him a notable component, okay? Because he clearly feels and thinks that he is, you know, nobody can fuck with him, okay? Please. Please get him Please get him a versus going. Please get him a versus going. Find him a notable candidate so that we could just see for ourselves. Because, honestly, what is he going to give us? He going to give us your life, live your life, yeah. rubber band man. What else? What else? Um, I can't even think of nothing else to see I got, y'all. What else do we got, Lord? Anybody know? Because all I done named is rubber band man and live your life. Y'all don't even know. I don't even know. Like, like the people that he said that he that that he's vet against. I can name more songs. I don't even know. Y'all, listen, attention, attention, Ti and Swiss Beats. Please get Ti a versus and set it up so he can have a notable candidate. It can be in Atlanta, okay? Hell, have it at the Trap Museum with Eddie Young, and please set it up for him because clearly, child. He another one that been in the house too long, okay? He been in the house too long. Now he growing dreads and shit. Hell, his son Damani is musically like, what? What? Girl. Between him using big words like expeditiously and all this other shit, I don't know what the fuck be going on up in that house, child. I don't know what be going on between him and Tiny. And Tiny is not my friend. I have disowned her as my birthday twin. Because they got some shit going down up in there, okay? Up in there. Um. Alright, so, yeah. Alright, so... <laughs> You know, I want to talk about Euphoria, but some people haven't seen it, so I'm not even going to talk about it. Just know that Rue is high, okay? She has guy, and I'm loving it. And this season is a very, very, oh, it's a beautiful, like, just the whole, like, the visions, the, the, oh, the scenery, oh, everything is just perfect. If you haven't watched Euphoria, please get into it. Like, please watch season one. You can understand what's going on in season two, but everything has been, oh, the season is amazing. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's really, really good. It's amazing. So I encourage everybody to watch it. So, oh, Lord, I didn't name the episode Hot Sauce Me. (laughs) And Drake, oh, God. Oh, God, Drake. You put the hot sauce in the condom. I wonder what packet it was. Was it was it the Popeye's hot sauce packet, or was it? Where else can you get hot sauce packet from, child? What was the brand? Lord have mercy, the girl that picked it up and tried to put it in the coochie child, and she in the bathroom. It's burning. 
How the fuck she ain't see the hot sauce in that job? Whatever. Whoa, Lord. And she was twerking, all right. She was twerking trying to get that shit up out of her. I can see her now on the damn, um, on the damn toilet just uh, shaking it. Oh, burning. Oh, Lord. Help me. Lord, so what you won't do, Pastor Michael, is be unsanitary. Why would you take and spit in your hand and put it on the man's forehead? What the hell is they doing in the church these days? Now, you know we're in the midst of coronavirus. You know we're in the midst of the Marion and the Deltas and the Sigmas and the everything else today to name the viruses. And you up in here spitting in your hand, sir, and putting it on the man's forehead? Was that supposed to be your way of blessing him? I thought that you're blessing people with the water and you're sprinkling the water on them. Like you're just taking a little sprinkle of water and you done spit in your hand. Okay? And put it on the man's forehead, child. I ain't never seen nothing like that before. Now, that's just what you won't do, child. I ain't never seen nothing like that. And that's just some unsanitary mess, okay? And then the fact that the man stand there and let him spit on his hand and put it on his forehead, child. I mean, I'm just trying to figure these things out. Like, are people just doing these things because they're trying to, what, go viral? I don't know. I don't know. But, y'all, this is episode 143, Hot Sauce Ming. Okay, I just hope, you know, you guys have a wonderful week. Um, Your girl got a job, y'all. Ooh, ooh. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, good people. Um, So make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. You can follow it on um, Instagram, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And um, also you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeart, all the streaming networks where you can listen to podcast people. And also, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And we're also looking for sponsors. So, you know, you can also hit me up in my DMs on the Shanghai underscore Chronicle page. And I would love to hear from you good people. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Please stay safe, okay? And don't put no hot sauce in your vaginas, okay? Okay. All right. I'm out.